And so, with the cup held high, me the leave Croke Park, All-Ireland football champions for 1949. Oh, beautiful me, you've got all that I need. Dimpsey hits Davin Fay. Anthony Finnerty comes in and gives him a touch of the elbow. Colm Kyle hitting Finnerty. This is Colm's first punch. Finity delayed reaction, looks around, sees Martin O'Connell coming in and thinks that the best action is to go down. What a set of matches we've had. Four terrific and memorable games. Final score meets 2-10. Dublin, 15. So Joe McDonough, GA president, presents Sam McGuire to Graham Geraghty and meet of the football champions. Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another very special edition of the We Are Mead podcast. Um, I'm joined on the line through Zoom by uh, Barry Tedder, who's uh, Mead Coaching and Games Administrator. Am I right in saying that, Barry? Is that your official title? Uh, that would be the official one is Games Development Administrator, but yeah, game, yeah. Uh, Coaching and Games. Yeah, there's that, many, there's that many terms, so every time we, we have someone on, we're always kind of seeking the role and we have Seamus Kenny as well to, to kind of correct us and talk us through the different roles but I suppose unprecedented times Barry um, for everyone including yourselves you know your day-to-day is in and out of schools and different clubs and everything like that so it's very unusual for you included um, I suppose how he's, how he's all coping in there with, with me coaching and games uh, Yeah I suppose it kind of was turned on its head um, like everybody else's world really um, like our days would be we start similar sort of school, uh, school times. Obviously, we'd be in the schools. Um, most nearly every day of the week, you'd be in a school. So yeah. obviously, when that one, it, it was kind of uh, a lot of work was pulled. But then, as you said, like club activities as well in the evening or even after school stuff, and then in the clubs in the evenings and that sort of thing. Kind of all, all kind of halted. And um, so, in fairness to Leinster, uh, Leinster GA, and the education department, Colin Clear. Uh, then the provincial managers, Alma Hall and uh, James Devan, and obviously our own guys here, Seamus and Jamie Queenie. Yeah. Um, we were on the ball, like, and, and, and within within probably the middle of the week after everything stopped, things were kind of starting to take shape of, of, of how our weeks are now kind of looking. Um, and a lot of work being done, reviews, and looking at what was working and what wasn't working, and maybe trying to put a bit more shape and eventually and then within the county itself, you know. Mm. So, so Barry, without, without where we're at at the moment, you know, what is, when, when we are back to brass tacks, hopefully in, not, in the not-too-distant future, what is your typical day or, or, you know, what does it involve? Because you mentioned the schools and the club. Like, how did they intertwine and, and you know, give us, give us an idea of what your typical day looks like? Yeah, so, like, obviously everybody would have different roles and objectives on the staff. So we're looking at, say, a staff of 23 there. Um, so guys and, and girls we kind of link to different clubs so there's, there's different models so you have some some of the staff are a one club model so you have one staff member dealing with one club you then have maybe a, a, a hand you might have guys working with four or five or six different clubs as well in more of a regional model and um, so I myself I'm split in kind of I'm split so I've uh, I'm one club model with, with Simonstown I do about 20 hours a week and then the rest with the, with, the, with the county board and the squads is what I kind of look after and, and their development. Um, so typically your day, uh, 
they, it would be a variety of stuff could be thrown at you at any, in any one week. But your, your standard stuff, you always go back. Is your school stuff. So I'm in the schools, the four Simon Sands schools, four days a week, so Monday to Thursday. And you then would have maybe secondary school work as well in the afternoons, um, which could be, for me, it's in some packs. Um, and then evening work would then either incorporate squad deve- or talent, talent development squads or, um, and then, as I said, even, even uh, club work then as well. They like to say the tourist programme that Lens are running, which is like a coach development programme for clubs. So we'd run running stuff like that. And obviously Coach Edwin within the club scenario for, for Simonstown as well. So it can be a kind of, a, there's not one week the same, like you'll have, you'll have you have different stuff happening all the time. You're working with different groups of people, whether it's in schools, different classes, in secondary schools, obviously the same. And then in the clubs, then we're trying to, as much as possible, work with developing as many coaches in the club as possible through different ways, uh, practical ways, um, meetings, that sort of way, just, just trying to develop the, the coaches. Because the way the, the way the plan works is if we develop the coaches, the coaches obviously develop players. A better player then makes a better club. Yeah. Better club, obviously, make a better county player or county then. So that's the kind of the overall model. Um, so that's kind of how the, how the week would work. And then uh, obviously working then um, on even as well with the squads, which is which is, is hands-on, sort of, I look after the strength and conditioning, sort of end, things like that, with the, with the, from, say, 15s to, to minor. Uh, and then this year incorporated the 20, a bit with the 20s as well. You know? So oh, I'm at a heck. So, so not much on, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> Bring came and it seemed to get more busier. So it was, there's more that we're working on, as I said earlier. But listen, it's a, it's a different way of working. Uh, it has to be done. Everybody's doing it, and and come up with new ways of of how to uh, get your work done in, in in scenarios at home when you've a, when you've a house full and and and. Uh, but listen, everybody, it's enjoyable and it's kind of it's kind of uh, it's it's slowed life down a bit, but it's also lets you get stuck into projects that you like to get worked on and and, and sorting. Areas that out that need to be and maybe looked at and reviewed. You know. Yeah, good man, good man. Uh, just before I go on any further, I probably have to, and I'm sure the listeners will probably pick up on the accent. It, it's not a traditional Mead accent. It's probably more of a loud accent. I think I'm right in saying. Um, maybe a little bit of a conflict of interest, Barry. You're, you're coaching the, the stars of the future and Mead. Hopefully, you're not going to poach them for senior level and loud though. No, no, yeah. So, uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, yeah, Dundalk man originally. Uh, so my home club would be in the PRC in Dundalk, uh, and we've done a lot of coaching of <coughs> them, and obviously other maybe other clubs around Loud and Mead as well. I was involved in Sydney for a year or two, yeah. and um, and then kind of went back to college myself and did uh, did strength and conditioning. Uh, a role came up within Leinster. I applied for it thinking I'd more than likely I'd get a job, or not more than likely, but Thinking I'd be pushed towards and be allowed into things, but uh, no, got an interview, a couple of, well, I think I did three interviews with Mead, uh, so it was a tough enough process. Uh, yeah. They're obviously uh, met me, um, so I did interview <laughs> me, and uh, yeah, ever since then, it seems to be first year was with uh, first kind of minor year, we won in Cairns year, that was the year I kind of came in, so we had a successful year that year, and then followed up with, with, with Joe Trainer the year after, where we actually played loud. So, yeah, um, yeah it's, it, it's, it's kind of People have asked me before, is it a confident? It's hard to say, like, it is because you know the lads really and the players really well and you have a bond with them. Yeah. Um, so, like, when, when, we, when the lads wanted to feel, you kind of, you want them to do well. It, it didn't really matter what they were wearing, but as that link is there with them, you kind of, you get a passion. Yeah, I, I 
celebrate when the, when the lads Joe team listen better loud and we we're on the way though in in that group stage yeah kind of in a way it does be but sometimes it, it, when you have that kind of bond with the lads it, it, it kind of diminishes the wee bit of the, yeah. the roots I suppose yeah no absolutely and I suppose that there's probably always good crack in in the in the offices and that with the likes of Seamus Kenny and, and Jamie Queenie and probably Colin O'Rourke when you go into St. Pat's as well. <laughs> and obviously there's a, there's a Sheridan in the office as well. There's Damien's there yeah. as well. So, <laughs> and crack will be 90 at certain times of the year. And, and Seamus, Seamus will get catchy enough now, you know, that sort of way around bits and pieces I be getting stuck into him at. But uh, yeah. no, listen, it's, it's, uh, it's all, they all uh, if I'm happy and they're happy. So, uh, we just work well together in fairness and, and, and uh, no matter they're all going to play the games they may not play at need they could be outstanding players for a club or they could be even on executives or on committees so that's basically what we're looking to do is develop the, the, the player as a whole for the GAA and mm. uh, yeah water under the bridge really we'll, we'll move on yeah, but, but but I suppose that's the beauty of it too, Barry. You know, there's there's a there's a guy in our club here, and he he's he he's out of that game now, but he was a coach in Dublin. And I know out of your twenty three staff, there is others from different counties as well. And I suppose that's the beauty of the GA. Just because you're you're born or you're raised in a particular county, you know, it's like anything. You're working outside it. You know, so be it. Absolutely, I think like so. The twenty three, I'd say there's about seven rates. So like we've obviously myself from Loud. We have a girl, uh, one girl from Westmead, another girl from Armagh, a guy from Down, yeah. uh, a couple, of, one from Dublin. So it's it's a variety, but like it's the passion I think that we bring to it as well. Because yeah. and it's also a fresh set of eyes. You go in with new ideas or maybe where things maybe might be done or not, and you try and work together and work things out and uh, try and get a, a level playing field for everybody. But mm. uh, yeah, it's, it, it's a mixed bag of, of staff in there. But like we work well together. Um, uh, and we have to because like we're, there's such a there's such a crew of us that uh, like I think and I might be wrong but I think nearly every club in the county has been facilitated by at least one member of staff and um, I think 95 96 percent of every primary school were in were actually physically in coaching Super. on a weekly basis so every every primary school is getting touched you know um, so that's that, that's really a good thing you know so the bigger the staff is so if the if the people are there and they want to come in and do the work. For doesn't really matter where they're from. It's the it's the development of the game, really, and it's the it's the grow people have for the game, you know. Yeah, and it, it's interesting you mentioned that. I I come from uh, from Corton, so the parish of Bormean, where St Dalton's and Corton Gales, and and you know going back to when I was an underage player, maybe five ten years ago, we we wouldn't have had someone like that in the club. Whereas I think Sarah McManus now is involved and and doing a great job in the schools and the clubs, and it's it's amazing. You can really see the development of the underage you know, coming through. I know it's early stages even at this stage, but, you know, in five, ten years' time, it's it's only going to bear fruit, surely. Absolutely. Like, like I walk into schools, like, we're doing a lot of stuff about movement and, and fundamentals and stuff like that, and basically building the foundation for kids that hopefully, and what we're doing is we're being really Pied Piper and trying to get them down to clubs. You know, you're, you're yeah. banging the drum. Like, I'm in, I'm in the Simonstown schools and I'm banging the drum saying get when things are on, what's happening for all different age groups. And we're, we're all going from like junior infants. Like I know I would be in with junior infants from September, say I go straight away into junior infants, maybe in the first week or two. Yeah. Straight away in, you're working with them. Now what we're doing is maybe uh, it wouldn't mightn't just look like it might look like Gaelic, but like they're doing fun, having a having a laugh stuff, friends yeah, it's, it's, it's exercise. Yeah, absolutely. And like 
I know all, all like you will have all the other sports in as well, and I think that's the way kind of everybody's going is they're going to just make it fun for them, and, and yeah. later on in their in their lives they'll they'll either stick with it or they won't. But let's give them a good experience of, of what we're doing. I think that's what we're trying to do as a staff, and we're really we're really out there giving showing the guys what fun they can have, and that's why we're trying to make that link with the club as well. That that fun and enjoyment uh, link kind of continues then into the club instead of maybe becoming very serious and very skill oriented we're trying to keep that fun out the skills will come later on as the kids get a bit older yeah well said Barry and I suppose in these difficult times um, you know there's probably a lot of improvising going on between you all on on kind of you know activities to do and, and different things and tasks that you could set different clubs um, there's been loads of activity in fairness on, on social media it's been brilliant um, could, you, could you talk us through you know some of the things that you are rolling out at, at the current time yeah, like so, like well, just go back probably just before, like we probably finished before we finished up, like we would have had loads of provincial and then the need sort of events that we would have been going or, or games development plans that we'd been working on. So obviously we had like say the hundred touch challenge, which was a, a primary yeah. school event with all the schools involved, and that was when we ran ourselves. Was one of our goals for the year, which we completed yeah. luckily enough. Uh, but then obviously you have your five star centre, which would be a, a national sort of event for primary schools. We would have had, like, say, as I said, our tourists uh, project with all every club getting involved in it, your club school link stuff like that as well. That we but now, uh, yeah, we have to think of our feet. We have to come up with maybe new ideas and and different ways of getting out. We obviously the hundred touch challenge was kind of we ran that before I said before the, the pandemic kicked in. We we kind of completed it, but every other county then seemed to run with that idea as well in the first few weeks and. And they've been doing as well and copying it and, and run it really successful. Um, so now we're, kind of, you're, you're, we're in groups. The staff has been broken into groups to kind of come up with different, that have been given different tasks. So you might have a skills group, uh, a performance group that can just come up with different ideas. So like we've there at the moment, you have um, you have a couple of guys working on the, on the coaching end of things. So there's a, as I said, there's a, there's a Facebook uh, campaign out there at the moment where we want coaches to engage with us and kind of, come back to us with areas that love to see us maybe target more information at and um, so that's available there we get to get the coaches to fill in a form and there's an online chat with as well and uh, we have obviously our iconic moments which has started up there so like say Owen Lynch and uh, James Andrews and a few other guys and girls are, are working on that where we kind of recreate kind of famous moments from, the, from over the last probably 20 30 years Owen Mulligan's almost the first one uh, this week and just kind of Mass, so kids yeah. can reach in the garden and that sort of things like that. Hmm. Uh, then probably on an we'd have other groups that I'm working on inclusion projects like say Damien Sheridan uh, and Christine uh, Fagan working on, on on them sort of projects. So there'd be loads going on in small smaller groups and then obviously we we have um our skill kind okay, of pushing all the skill the skills uh, challenges as well. But every week or every meeting like we have a weekly meeting you look we'll have new eyes that new ideas that come out or or Jamie will be pushing stuff that, that Leinster are looking towards. Like a big move now would probably be into the webinar sort of thing where we're going to start yeah. touching base again with clubs and, and looking to keep that coach our coach development tool going that uh, we're, we're developing the coaches. Even though they probably have a, a bit more time off, they might be able to engage a bit more mm. uh, and develop more because when we go back, it's going to be health or skeleton. I mean, yeah. hopefully we get back within the year. Like, but there's going to be loads of people there. So if co- coaches can take the time to kind of an, an hour's webinar once a week just to take in a bit more information make them better continue professional development that sort of thing that's the kind of way we're going and the angle we're going probably over the next week to 10 days I'd say nearly every club will be contacted and, invi- and invited to a, a webinar that will be run by staff on a variety of, of topics 
uh, for a variety of age groups, from, from nursery all the way to adult. And um, it's basically just looking to get coaches and, and clubs that, not that they, don't have, they haven't been, but like just even push it more, now to have a bit more free time that they can, they can, they can uh, take these in and, and hopefully come, become better coaches. Mm, absolutely. Brilliant, brilliant stuff, um, Barry. I suppose you have a couple of lads involved who are um, part of the, the Mead Senior team. Uh, you mentioned Owen Lynch already and, and Neil Kane, I think, is involved as well. It, it must be great to have them sort of lads, you know, involved in the coaching element of it as well, who are coming from, you know, such a, such a high profile or I suppose, you know, uh, such a high standard in GA, and then coming and working it down to, towards the kids and everything. Yeah, yeah, like, like Owen there and Neil's actually gone and Neil, Neil was with us, but he's, I think he's coming back, he's going to go back teaching. But yeah, yeah like at the time, you know, like, the two of them, they were really good at, at what they did because they were comfortable in, in the role, obviously. Uh, comfortable standing in front of groups as well. And, and obviously, they have all the skill sets and everything that they need to show off and, and, and show the tricks and that. Um, and uh, yeah, it's deadly happening because you said they're coming from a level where maybe they're uh, changing sort of drills and games, might be doing what Colin Alley or, or, yeah. or what Andy's doing with the seniors. And they're, 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 you're learning off them as well because they're doing bits and pieces there that you'd see. But yeah, I could, I could, we could adapt that or even chatting to them in general like for, for guys in the office. So just finding out what they're at and, and, and the dedication, obviously, that they have like, is, is relentless. Like, so they're, they're doing all the work that, that I'm doing or that the rest of the guys are doing. Plus, they've kind of like this nearly uh, this other life where it's so dedicated um, around diet and training and, and what they have to give up. So like, yeah, like... They were. It's great to have them there, and and obviously kids, kids look up to them. I mean, that that's the thing. Like if mm. I could walk in anywhere or any of the rest of the guys, apart from maybe some of the guys that maybe aren't known, but like yeah. take the likes to say if you put squealer into a uh, into a school in science center, the kids all know him. Um, now the hairdo does help him. I mean, he's, he's that good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like that was the thing. Like if you take them guys in anywhere, and it's the same with it. Like if you take them in, kids look up to him. You know what I mean like I. Yeah. It's a man like I had before the Donegal game. I had Andy in uh, St Paul's school. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Andy was just in giving tickets, tickets out, and like even the boys in there, kids looking for autographs and that sort of thing. And maybe not all of them would have known who he was, but they were involved in it. They kind of seen the look on everybody else's face, and they got really into it. You know, and yeah. the school was mentioning that day. We struggled to get out for uh, before the last bell went. You know, yeah. so um, yeah, stuff like that. It's great to have the guys that. And like in fairness, the seniors are good. Like we did. If we do go looking for off the seniors, whether it's Andy, Colm, or any of the players, and they're more than willing to give up their time to come in, and either if it's a school or if it's a squad or, or anything like that, they're, they're willing to, to jump on board because they've been through it. They know what it's like. They, they, mm. they know the work that goes in, and possibly like some of them are going to be teammates in a few years. You take like to say Matthew Costco there is twenty eighteen, probably nineteen, like. If he plays for another 10 years, all these kids that are in school now that he's going in and seeing, they're going to possibly be his teammates, you know. So yeah, that's yeah. the way to, I mean, and all the guys are kind of, they're good that sort of way. It, it, it's great to see it, Barry, because I suppose for, for many years, I won't say the underage in Mead was neglected, but it probably just didn't get the attention that other counties were probably giving it due to probably Mead's success. And, and you kind of always have this vision that things will just keep carrying on like that. And we all know now that that's not the case. But, you know, it, it really is unbelievable to see the work that's gone in in the last few years and um, to see, you know, how we've progressed. Even at minor and under 20s, you know, the teams have, have won things, which is, which is brilliant, but they've got to finals. They've started beating Dublin, which in Mead, you know, you're probably in Mead long enough to know that's, that's probably the acid test for us once we're beating Dublin underage. 
we start getting yeah. confidence and that starts filtering through to the adults. We always talk about it on the podcast, Barry, you know, that, that that's crucial that the young players have experience playing and beating top teams underage before they go on to play with Andy, you know, in, in senior football. Absolutely. Like I said, I've been lucky like since I came in. So I said, I came in Ronan Cairns year. Uh, we won Leinster, followed up by Joe's year. And we won Leinster and, and beating an All-Ireland semi in, in both occasions. Like, now they have a really, really strong bunches of lads, uh, really strong teams with superstar individuals, but as a collective as well, they could really pick, they could really play some really good football. And then Connor last year, like Connor had a really good setup, um, was unlucky probably in a way. And like John Max there this year, and fingers crossed, there's some football today because them boys have put in a series and still are, even though they're they're working individually on stuff all the time bits and pieces of running and gym work that we've been sending out to them and some of the times that are coming back and the results that are coming back are really good but obviously it's the football and things that, that they need to come on but hopefully they will get some but yeah like there, there's a massive there's a massive push going on uh, around the rage and we think we've got we've got a good bit right so far there's still a lot lot, lot to fix and as a this break now we're reviewing everything and, and how we how we go about talent ID and how we go about recruiting coaches and getting coaches into coach education and and developing them along the, 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 the development squad pathway because it, it's a player and a coach pathway you know? so it, we're working on on, the, on them sort of things as well that we're, promote, we're, we're producing really confident and good coaching uh, coming out of squads um, now obviously the gap is there possibly still at 20 and we have to close that gap uh, we are working on it with like I say rookie squads being set up and and basically players from once they leave minor to 20 like it, it, it's a big it's a big gap yeah. And in them years, like the, the players will have a lot of distractions. You'll have leaving cert, you'll have moving out of home, maybe going for college. You've grown into an adult life and all the distractions it has as well. So, like, we need to step in there and what, we've pl- what we're planning and, uh, and kind of putting a bit of a framework in place to see how we can, how we can help players. Like, we don't want to be taking them away from clubs any more than, than they need to be. But how can we work alongside clubs and show them, show them that, listen, if we can get the boys on this and help them, this is only going to improve your club player as well. And and there's no, there's definitely like this year was was disappointed with with, with the twenties. Like, yeah. like I was bitterly disappointed to be honest because I know all them lads. I worked with every single one of them, and they're a really really classy bunch of players. Just they misfired either on the day, not helped by maybe a few issues going on with. With competitions being shoved in and it's very early in the year and little yeah. training time but listen there was a lo- loads of competitions on college and club was happening it's just madness so there was lots of stuff that that's what we need to sit back and go right how can we fix this and mm. and how how can as a county can we get that gap a bit narrow like we're performing and we're, we're, we're at, at squad level under 17 we can we can perform with anybody but it just seems to be from 17 to 20 the gap just seems to be a bit seems to be still a bit big and um, so yeah, it's it's sorting that out, but definitely from what I've seen of, of squads and and players that are currently under fifteen with Derek O'Brien, the under sixteens with Cahill Brick, and I said John Max or John McCarthy's under under seventeens. There is some potentially class players coming through. A huge, a huge amount of players are coming through because they're getting good. They're getting exposed to good training. Uh, they're getting exposed to that sort of uh, how it works in Dungani to see the to see the senior players train side by side. See how dedicated they are, how their gym routines are, and uh, and the work they put in. And, and in fairness, like to say, Killian O'Sullivan would have come in and did work with them. 
Um, Conor McGill would have worked with a few of the squads as well on different bits and pieces on different days. There's loads of lads that they'd come in and, and give their they give their bit lads information on whether it was tackling or, or killing on the psychological end of things. And yeah. like there's there's loads of stuff that go, going on there that just to try and prep them that the the step maybe isn't as big as it is at the moment. Um, from underage to kind of even even adult football because it's a, it's a big step to make going from even county minor into like say an adult club setup. It, it can be a big step for that, you know. So it's trying to just bridge that gap and prep the bodies that they're that they're capable of making that step up, you know. It must um, it must give you and your and your colleagues a huge sense of pride though when when you do see you know the the results and the performances and the the players developing, you know to. To, to kind of recognise that it's a job well done, so to speak, and that you know you're clearly having an effect in in some way, shape, or form on on what's happening. Well, absolutely. Like from 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 a personal opinion, yeah, like it's great to have like senior senior mead players saying well to me because they know me for the last two three years. Let's yeah. say Michael Costello, Jordan Morris, and all them lads that have kind of made the step to the seniors this year, you know. And then like, but to be honest, like from it's the managers that are doing the work with them. I mean, it's the it's the Conor Donahue's, it's the Joe Trainers, it's it, it's the Ronan Cairns and all their management team that have done fabulous work with them. Oh, like they've been helped along by obviously all the yeah. all the education parts that we can we can push on them. But yeah, like it, it definitely is like the, the the talent is coming through. Um, it just we just need to get that big step now and kind of I think get our hands on a, on a twenties uh, competition and and really get the grips with it. Um. But yeah, like definitely it is. It's it's great to see um, some of the work really really coming off really well, and and, and players developing and, and being able to make that step up. And nearly like like to say, I keep going with Matthew. I know Matthew really well. Like Matthew mm. stepped into the senior panel, and any of the bits and pieces I seen him, he didn't look out of place, yeah. uh, and he's so young uh, in, in in his development um, and physically. Uh, I mean, he he didn't look out of place, which for me is is what we're looking for. Guys not breaking down, not getting injured, and being able to be on the field. But if it's a twenty manager with JR, or if it's with, with Colin and Andy, the seniors are able to, to compete nearly straight away and and, and get, get get used to that sort of workload. You know, mm. Barry. Finally, you know, you, you touched on the the hundred touch challenge, which was a which was a an idea of your own in there with with Mead. Um, I know you probably had a few other things planned to be rolled out in the next few months, but can you, can you give us an insight as to maybe what, what we can expect to come down the tracks or if, if there's that in plan for maybe when we do get back to normal? Yeah, it is. It is like we would have set out our, we would have set out our plans at the start of the year and, and sent them into Co Park for, for um, what we would like to get done. Um, we um, hopefully, yeah, like we're, we're going to get back in some form to really complete some of them mm. I think we have to say that there has to be we're trying to put a big emphasis on second level because um, we're as I said we're hitting nearly all the primary schools but then when the when the kids leave the primary move into secondary we kind of maybe our, our contact time can drop so we you know um, yeah. so that's a big area where we feel that that uh, from a talent ID from the county end of thing we can do a lot more obviously we can get a lot more we can do a lot more with, with a bit larger pool of players you know because I think the days of maybe picking a county squad at 14 or 14, 50 lads and saying, okay, these are the lads for the year, that's kind of gone now. Uh, it has to be opened up policy. We're possibly looking at maybe doing bigger and larger number. For, and the reason we do that is because for, for late developers, and it's sort of way, so we, we can't just cast boys away and say, no, at 14 or 15 or 16, or even 17, 
we need to keep them boys in a loop um, and, and keep them trained. So I think second level, if the secondary schools get back in, is it, definitely going to be a target um, to get in there and, and do work with them. Um, some of our other plans probably will will be knocked on the head because we'll be a lot of summary sort of stuff and, and events like that. So it will probably come back to maybe us sitting down when we get a start time and saying, okay, what parts of these can we get done? But like the likes of say, initiatives maybe we would have ran over the last few years, like a Pella indoor leagues. Um, because I'm, I'm guessing adults and kids alike would be mad for football. So I suppose yeah. if we put on bits and pieces of extra, different competitions, um, there, will, there, will, there will be no problem with them. Like I know Damien Sheridan would have been looking after that um, with a couple of the guys there as well, an inclusion sort of project and, and mixing clubs and, and um, we would have had them in, in sort of St. Pat's and Colin Kills area. I think we ran one already. Um, so there'll be loads of stuff like that. But yeah, it will be sort of thinking, we will be kind of looking at the calendar and seeing what time we have to, to, to see what we can fit in. I know from, from a, a national sort of talent squad thing, 15s and 16s, all their competitions are kind of gone. They're not going to be on from what I know. Set minor seven is same as the intercounty at the moment. It's all up in the air whether, whether they can play or not. But um, the lads, as I said, are still, still training away. But yeah, there will be loads of issues there. We get going. Said so we, we want to get back to the clubs with, with, with our tourist plans as well. So developing the coaches in the clubs. Um, but I said some of that is going to go online now. So we're still, we're still going to kind of work on that. Maybe and then following it up when we can get back out with, with practical sort of obsessions with, with, with the coaches. Um, but yeah, from, from, from that end of thing, we think we just have to wait and see what the calendar will allow. But I hope it will allow a lot. But um, it's, it's, it's a tough time to kind of be guessing, don't be guessing what we might, what we might be doing. Please, God. Barry, um, you are doing fabulous work. You know, the, the whole lot is in there. It, it's great to see. Um, we're, we're very much looking forward to seeing these stars in the future, future years coming through. Um, and, and, you know, keep at it. And, and, you know, thanks a million for coming on and having a chat with us. Absolutely, no problem at all. I said, uh, if we do get back up and going and uh, squads get back up and going and we're prepping for a minor or championship, I have no problem going back on and letting you know how we're running and, and how yeah. we're going. And uh, that's the same to you. It's, it's great to get the opportunity to, to kind of pass on to the clubs and, and the gales like, what we're doing. And like, the last thing, is, like, as I said, is like, I really encourage as many coaches out there and clubs and, and club, uh, club officers to encourage guys and girls in their clubs and, and, and coaches to engage with us. Uh, we're going to be pushing it out there. We're going, to be, we're going to be letting you know there's going on, what's going on, when it's going on. Uh, we're, we're going to facilitate um, webinars and there'll be at different times to suit people because everybody's kind of schedules all over the place we understand that but, um, we're just looking to get we're looking to do as much good work now as possible uh, so that when we come back everybody comes back as maybe better coaches and once we better coaches as I said the players are going to love it more and as the as the length of saying goes better coaches make better players better club and then we make better clubs so uh, yeah that's our, our thing we really want to keep engaging with, with all the clubs out there and uh, Hopefully, like there's a, there's lo- there's loads of information out there at the moment. Like every county will be doing. It. I mean, there, there's loads of. We seen workshop last night in Westmead, small side games, um, there in, in Ulster as well. So just encourage guys, encourage coaches, like open your mind, take in information, stuff you mightn't think would be relevant. If you jump into it, you'll be surprised what you what you pick up one or two things and pick up one or two things. There isn't that a plus? Yeah, absolutely. Barry, um, we look forward to hearing from you again. I'm sure you'll come on at some stage and, and give us another update on how you're getting on and uh, we, we wish you all well. Absolutely. Same to you.